I mean, I generally think most people, this is like a totally blanket statement, I, I, like, I generally think most people are just cool people by default. Yeah. And I don't always, you know, I, I, I'm not always the kind of guy always to just stop and talk to people in the middle of the street, stranger I don't know, because I feel like they would think that's weird. <laughs> sure. But uh, I just, I kind of think there's something too, just giving people the benefit of the doubt and just trusting them. And, yeah. you know, thinking they're cool people until they prove otherwise, you know? Yeah! Hey, whoa, hey! Whoa! How you guys doing there? How, whoa, what have you been up to? What, 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 how have you been? What's your, how's your day going? And all that, you know? Ah, uh, this, this is your old buddy. This is Corey. Corey Loven, right? And, uh, shit, man, this is a... This is Tangents, right? This is a graphic design and illustration podcast where I talk to professional graphic designers and illustrators, right? Uh, shit, man, it's been it's been a while. This is episode eight. Holy smokes, it's been way too long, man. It's uh, it's been over seven months, actually, something like that, right? Since I've uh, been able to record a, an episode, man, it, I don't know, been too long, you know, uh, life happens, right? Shit happens, and uh, a lot of, a lot of highs and lows in life, and uh, uh, it's heavy, but uh, anyways, alright, we're, we're back, we're back into it, don't worry, quit worrying about it, and uh, here we are, you know, sharing sharing little conversations with you. Uh, you know, with, uh, you know, graphic designers and shit, man, illustrators and artists or what have you. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's what I do. I talk to them and stuff. Um, well, anyways, uh, you guys, uh, this is my little monologue here where I little talk about, you know, how my day's going or how your day is going or life and, uh, you know, what I've been up to. You know, I haven't been up to too much. I, I was at a... Uh, a design studio called Capsule a little while back for like, f- you know, four months or something. Now I'm back on the, back on the beat, back on the freelance beat, right? <laughs> and, uh, shit, man, highs and lows to that. Looking for something steady. You know anybody? You know anybody? Okay. But, uh, we keep treading water, man. Keep surviving, right? Like a cockroach over here. Ah. I don't know. Yeah, a little bit cleaner, maybe. I don't know. Anyways, uh, you know, I was thinking, you guys, the other day, one uh, there was a client that uh, that that called me. They left a message, a voice message, and I listened to it, and uh, and they laughed and they said, "Why?" They were like, "I love your voice message. I love your voice greeting, Corey." Right? That's what they told me. And I, I was pretty surprised, and because in the past people have told me that uh, I gotta change my voice message. You know what I mean? I I don't know. Other buddies and friends have been like, "Hey man, you gotta change that shit. You sound like a, you sound like you just 420 blazed it. You know what I mean? And you're high or something, right?" Uh, and and then I'm like, "Oh man, you're right. I gotta change that, you know." And then I listen to it. I listen to the the voice message greeting that I have on my phone, right? And uh, every time it makes me laugh so much that I uh, I love it, you know. I I feel like I can't change it, you know what I mean? I'll uh, to let you guys know. I'll but you know, but instead of me just giving my actual phone number, I'll uh, I'll let you listen to it right here. One second. Howdy, this is Corey Loven. Thanks for calling. Uh, miss your call, you know. Uh, leave me your message and all that, and I'll uh, get back to you. All right, bye. Okay. Well, there you, there you go. I don't know. Let me know what you think. You should email me, you know, uh, Corey Loven, you know, at gmail.com. Or just go to CoreyLoven.com and look in the About section, man. Tell it, Or tweet me at Corey Loven or some bullshit. I don't know. Just... You know, let me know if you think I should keep the voice message or add a new one that's much more uh, professional or optimistic. Or I, I mean, I feel like this one's professional. You know what I mean? I actually recorded it for, right after I got my my gig at uh, at General Mills, right? You know, years ago, right? And I was a I had a good day. I had a 
you know, steady income and all that bullshit. So uh, life was good, right? Anyways, <laughs> let me know what you think. Let me know if I should keep it or add a new one, you know, delete that shit. I don't know. I, I think it's good. I think it's good, man. Uh, anyways, uh, all right. Okay. Okay. Point of this episode, our, our, you know, guest, our guest on the show today, our old buddy, Sam Shuna, bringing it back to General Mills. That's where I first met him. And uh, we talk a lot about that. He, uh, Sam Shuna is a graphic designer, an illustrator, an animator, and a, a force of nature, right? He, uh, he's got a big beard and an even bigger heart. That's what I always tell everybody, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, man, uh, we talk about design and art and vegetables and playing cards and you know elevators uh, some stories of homeless men in there uh you know love and relationships and uh oh various other things a lot of laughs and jokes and uh uh it's it's a it's a fun episode man thanks for thanks for joining us you know what i mean it's it's good to be back in it back in it you know back on the back on the beat all right, uh, well, yeah, here we go. Without further ado, uh, let's go to the studio. How did we? All right, this is. I remember usually, those days. Yeah. Let's start out with this. How did we? How did meet, we man? meet? Corey? How did we meet? How did our our planets collide? And all that shit. You know what happened? It was uh, one fateful day, at the General Mills head office. <laughs> <laughs> no, I met you. I met you when when I started there. It was. I think it was just. The three of us, it was me, you, and Shayla Dahlman, and I didn't know right. what, what I was getting myself into. Okay, so to back up, that's kind of where we were both contract graphic designers right. at General Mills. Right. It, was, it was via Studio Minneapolis that's right. at the time. Yep. This was like a couple of years ago now, it was. right? I yeah. mean, it was a little while ago. So we've known each other for a little while, but that was how we met. That's what I remember. And I, I remember I got that job because I was just throwing bones out there to other people I knew, other design buddies, and I really? I just sent an email offhand to my buddy Lucas Richards, who's a great oh, yeah. guy. Look up his yeah, work, dude. man. Yeah, man. Shout Lucas out to Lucas Richards. Yeah. Uh, and I, I sent him an email. I'm like, hey, you know, like, you, you know anybody around that's, uh, you know, needs work? I'm looking around. I'm yeah. back in town. Yeah. Because I, I, I had just come back from abroad, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I heard Studio Minneapolis might be hiring. You should, you should email them. <laughs> I'm Wait, like, where were where did you come from? Where were you abroad? So before coming back, I was oh man, I was all over the place. Way before I met you, Corey, uh, I was well, in uh, I was in the Peace Corps. I was in Namibia. Oh yeah, I was in a little yes. bush village teaching English to the little kiddies in Shamangorwa. That was my village name. How long were you doing that for? So I was there for a little over two years. So when you joined the wow. Peace Corps, I think it's changed now because. Yeah, you get. I think you get more of a, you get more sway in where you're placed. But when I joined it, mm-hmm. they just kind of threw you where where they thought you were needed, where your mm. skills could be used. So, I think at first they were gonna send me to China or somewhere in Asia, and really? I was actually kind of like worried about all the like probably pretty stupid. I was kind of worried about the pollution and just like cigarette smoke. Oh, I thought sure. I was going to like, well, that's a huge my thing lungs there, were going to go black. Yeah, it it, it is a big thing, but I yeah, mean, yeah. you know, I, I was probably blowing it out of proportion in my head. So I, t- I said, I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I mean, maybe. And they're like, okay, well, well, we'll get back to you. And then they just sent me an assignment and they're like, all right, you can go to Namibia, take yeah. it or leave it. And I'm like, I'm taking it, man. Wait, so they originally wanted you to go to China or no? I don't know where or it was. It was somewhere in Asia. Okay, it, okay. They didn't specify because they don't, I don't okay. think they specify the region until you accept an invitation. Really? It, it might can be different. You, like, no. decline? I don't really remember. so long ago. If, can, you can decline, yeah. If oh, yeah. they're like, okay, it's Namibia, and then you're like, fuck that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, boy. I thought it was London. Yeah, you can turn it down, but 
it was something I've always wanted to do way back in college. I had always yeah. struggled with uh, like really enjoying design and illustration and also kind of wanting to do humanitarian stuff. And yeah. I always just thought Peace Corps was a good avenue for that. And I, I you know, I wanted to learn more about the world. That yeah, was really, man. that was really the main thing. I wanted to try wow. to do something to improve myself and learn more about the world. And I thought the Peace Corps was just, you know, that's the perfect kind of thing yeah. for, for people like that. So totally, it's something I wanted to do for a while. And I got in, luckily I, I got invited and it was, it was pretty nuts, man. It was one of the most valuable things I've done. I feel like. That's but yeah, they, anyway, that was that was going off on a tangent. They yeah, sent me to Shamagora. Yeah. yeah, man. I taught English, biology, and art there for two years, and I had a couple okay. months of training with my group. Okay. In uh, oh, what was the town? It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't the capital. It wasn't. I'm blanking out. I dude, I'm so terrible at remembering the names no, of places man. I've been, like cities and town names. I'm terrible at, at remembering yeah, you, names. You, well, you, you've been to a lot of different places, I assume, right? I, yeah, it's hard to... Now, Namibia is in Africa, is yeah, that it? Yeah, that's right, it, Southwest like, Africa. Crazy, man. It is, man, I loved it there. It was, it was, it was a fun country. Do you ever want to go back? I would definitely go back to Africa. I don't know if I'd go back to yeah. Namibia because... Yeah. I like going to places I haven't been before. Right. And I've right. already spent two years in Namibia. Yeah. Yeah. But right. I, you know, I did love it there. Yeah, man. I miss hitchhiking. <laughs> That's probably what I miss most you, about it. Would you? You would hitchhike? Then? Oh yeah, I'd hitchhike. That's the only way I got around. If I wanted to go somewhere, really? I would. I would have to hitchhike everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you just go and That's you don't crazy. put your thumb out. You kind of like wave your arm like this. You just you, wave it up and down, okay. and then the cars stop for well, you. Well, the audio. So this is audio. So Sam. Sam was I'm, basically I'm basically waving my hand waving up and down. your 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 hand parallel with the ground up and down. Yeah. Okay. That's and, how you, and that's kind of signaling to the driver. That's how you hike over that, there. That you're hitchhiking. Uh huh. Do they call it hitchhiking there. They call it hiking. Hiking. Where I, when I was around the parts that I was, I don't know. Maybe they got different terms for it. And then if if you Man. drive by, if you see a car driving by and they don't want to take you, or maybe they have too many people, yeah. they'll do this. That means they're full, which is which is a fist, and then and that that you're making with like a, a, a <laughs> you hand, put your hand down, down a flat hand coming down. Yeah, kind of like a paper rock <laughs> scissors <laughs> kind of like you're patting a pet rock. It kind of looks like a oh. paper beats rock kind of emotion there. Okay, that's oh. interesting. Yeah. Anyway, that was a big tangent. That man. was I, a tangent. Okay, so. <laughs> well, <laughs> where were we even going? I, I don't know. We dude. were talking about General Mills. We're t- we were, yeah. So that's where I was okay. coming from. So that's where you, okay. I was, so I was coming from the East Corps. you got back in town, back into Minneapolis, yep. Minnesota, and, 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 and Lucas like Richards, just, your buddy, our yeah. buddy. He's my yeah. buddy, too. I know him because of you, right? Yeah. But um, he, but he now he works at... Uh, He's at Replace, at Replace, Design Replace. I, I, he was last time I talked to him. It's been a while since I talked to him. Okay. So I'm not okay. sure what he's up to now, but I With think Jeff he's Johnson probably still there. Yeah, there's yeah, a man. good folks over there. Our buddy Alex Gringling, yeah, who's on the previous episode, I think episode three of Tangents, he he uh, helps in kind of like Wednesdays or whatever. At least he was like a year ago when I was there. Anyways. Alex Gringling? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. But it, so that's how I met Alex actually as well. You I know? don't know if I've ever met Alex. Speaking of... Okay, we should talk about this because, like, we both worked on separate projects with Alex Gringling, right? At, at a time where this was years ago and we had never met him, right? So with me, it, it was Raygun 52. Which oh, was, yeah. I totally forgot about the yeah. thing I did. Yeah. Future 52. So you did Future 52. I did Future 52. 52. That's which, I, man, I totally forgot. Which we should... Get, I guess back up and describe it. Raygun 52, which was just kind of like a self-initiated project of Alex's where he would reach out to other artists, designers, and illustrators that he that he liked online and ask them to make a ray gun. I was one of those in, individuals. And enter like, I don't know, a year or so later, I think, he eventually made this project called Future 52. Was yeah. that the title? I th- yeah, I, that was the title. And it was the same kind of deal. Okay. It just wasn't Raygun themed. It was right. anything, any kind of future technology. Okay. I think. Well, I think he might have had some guidelines, like three subdivisions of future. Oh boy. <laughs> 
It is at this point that my roommate walks into the room. Let's start again. <laughs> Corey. That's okay. Oh, man. Uh, we were talking about... God damn it. <laughs> Jeez. You lost it. You lost it already, Corey. You lost it, man. Damn. Well, it's a wrap. What were we talking about? Alex Greenland, and we were talking yeah. about Future 52. Yeah. So, how did Alex get a hold of you for that project in particular? Man, I don't know. I I don't know. I, I, I can't remember. I think he just emailed me out of the blue. Because you're not a big social media no, guy. No, I don't use right? social media at all. I yeah. hate it. I yeah. hate social media. If you look up Sam Shuna on Instagram... It's a dude that it's a Sam Shuna. He lives in St. Paul. There's another but it's Sam just Shuna. Some random dude. It's some high school kid. Because I tagged you <laughs> so at one point. It's like a high schooler Sam Shuna. In and he was just like Budweiser. You know, or, I don't <laughs> that's know. what he you know. That, I don't know what he. I don't remember. But I just remember yeah. like being like, "That's not Sam Shuna." You know, or is mean? it? <laughs> it was a different Sam. Yeah. yeah anyways, yeah. okay. But you're not a big social media guy. But you do um, have a site currently. You do have a portfolio. Yeah. And, yep. and, and and I'm assuming you know and other projects that you've done. But Alex found your work somehow. He found it somehow. I don't know. Okay. And he emailed me, and I said yeah because it sounded like fun. And I checked yeah. out the the Raygun 52. Okay. And so, I dug so, the work there a lot. So he referenced cool. that yeah. project. So. I'm, I was all in. Yeah, and yeah. He's like, well, okay. So I think he gave me, he he gave quite a bit of time to get it done. Really? Because I think he was still searching for artists at the time. I mean, if you're if you're trying to find 52 artists nationwide, yeah, and you've already done a project where you use 52 artists, right? That's I mean that can be that can be some work, you know, scoping out new folks for that. Oh yeah. So I think there was quite a bit of time for the deadline he did have a deadline but and what was the main theme of future 52 what did you have to do was it anything it was, futuristic or like I, it was it anything was type of design or illustration to create it was like, anything what were the future related i think but okay. there probably were some guidelines i can't man my memory Corey, is so bad it's just <laughs> i don't know it's like people probably think i've been doing drugs my whole life because i just forget head. names and i forget names of places i've been and i yeah where am i <laughs> what, what day what's color what's your face what, what day is it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no it, i think right, there man. were some guidelines for it was either like a weapon it had to be like a mode of transportation or okay something else i don't know and okay. i i did my piece that i did was like a I did like nanobots, like artificially intelligent nanobots. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, I just basically just drew this crazy convoluted like diorama of just a bunch of nanobots like clipping like robo DNA. <laughs> and I don't know. I was just trying to have fun with it. And I didn't have anything going on at the time. Like I just, I was just like, you know, I'm not doing anything. So I'll just get right to this. Was, this, was this like when you're out of school after you graduated? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think this was, yeah, I think this was after I got back from the Peace Corps too. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. So. That's crazy, man. Yeah. So it was, I think that was one of the first things I did after getting back. And like, that's how it is with most of my projects. Somebody will email me. I'm just. Like, I don't really, I don't ever really do much. Like, I'm pretty boring, so I just don't really have a lot going on. So I'm just like, yeah, I'll just get right on this. I mean, well, what I, do you, how do you describe yourself, Sam? You're a graphic designer, illustrator, uh, right? I I'm mean, a graphic designer, illustrator guy. Yeah? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dude, you know? Like, What drew you to, and this is maybe going a, a ways back, this is a heavy-handed question. Yeah? Hard-hitting oh, questions. Ooh. What, what what drew you into art and design in the first you place? Know, Corey, what, what was kind of like your earliest memory of being like? I'm I'm just gonna lay it out there, man. Like I was a young kid, and I would draw like really ugly dudes and robots and like <laughs> really? naked ladies in my sketchbook, and I'm like, yeah, this is this is fun. This is good shit. You know, <laughs> like I just really you know like really? that stuff. It's fun to draw. Still to this day, man. That's like what that's what gets me going. I like. Really, if you look at my sketchbook, yeah. you're just going to see really ugly dudes and, like, <laughs> spicy ladies and, like, maybe a dinosaur or a robot here and there. Okay. And that's really, like, that's what got me into drawing. Like, I just, and, like, a lot of anime, too, I guess, actually. Anime? Yeah, anime was a big influence really? on me. Yeah, anime really? and, and manga. Oh, like, going back, that. going home from 
coming home from middle school, I just remember like making ramen, like the instant Maruchin ramen packs, and like going downstairs and watching DBZ on the TV, Dragon, oh, Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. Okay, yeah. right, right. And I'd put on Toonami, and yeah, man, oh, Wait, I ate that. What, I ate that what up. What is Toonami? What is that? Toonami was the uh, Cartoon Network's anime program i think okay. maybe it's still going i don't know they've, they've changed the design because they okay. had a mascot guy too he was like a little oh. robot in a spaceship okay and they've changed the design of him a lot but but it was kind of the, the anime portion of like cartoon network or oh whatever. yeah i ate that shit up man that's crazy man. <laughs> i didn't even know that okay yeah wow. i mean it's still like i i appreciate a good anime here and there you know there's definitely good stuff out there that's you still watch I, it or I, what if if it's worthwhile, I, really not Films so much anymore. Like, but here and there, I mean, like, I don't know. My tastes have gotten just different too. From like, like I would I would just digest like marathon Dragon Ball Z when I was younger, and I just yeah. I can't do that anymore. I could, I guess it would be fun <laughs> for old times' sake, but I don't know. No, I mean, there's still good good animes out there. I like a good Miyazaki film. You know, even as cliche as that is to say that, but. Yeah, I, I like his and, films. And he's the Studio Ghibli dude? That's correct, yeah. Okay, okay. Who yeah. did, like, films like, what, Spirited Away? He did Spirited Away. He did uh, uh, Princess Mononoke. That's my favorite of his. Ponyo. Ponyo? He did do Ponyo, yeah. And uh, Totoro, mm-hmm. my friend Totoro. Oh, yeah. Corey, you're, you're just as versed See, in this as I am. <laughs> but I've, the only Miyazaki film that I feel like I've seen is Ponyo. I, I, really? I haven't seen, like, any oh, of the man. other ones. You should check some of them out. Yeah, yeah. No, I saw a documentary about They're good. online online where else would you fucking see it? i didn't I see saw it. it on the tv i didn't find it at a blockbuster <laughs> all right well back to general mills man i there's a there's a funny kind of story that i'll tell people sam i let's get it i out. have a handful of stories that i tell people at bars and uh you know bar mitzvahs or what, <laughs> or parties or what have you, right? And like one of them is a story that I pull out. I don't even know the title of it, but I'll but I'll say the story about how we how we met recently, you know, okay. to, for a certain extent. And I and and I think you're familiar with the story, but essentially, you, <laughs> I'm familiar with a lot it was of your the, stories. It was the day that you, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm a broken record, dude. <laughs> People are always like, yeah. That's why I love you, man. We've heard it. We've heard it. <laughs> like 20 times, low <laughs> Yeah, thanks, man. No, yeah, that's why I love you. Okay, okay. So <sighs> what ha- what happened, man? It was like the day that you started General Mills, and our old buddy Sean Cuthbertson, right? He was yeah. one of the workers, right? Mm-hmm. You had a big, big old beard at the time. It's not. That's right. It's not it's, as trim. Not, like now, you keep it pretty trim. I'm trying to get it back and, and tame. I'm working on it. You know what I mean? But I think I feel like at the time, it was really you, you didn't have it, it was, tamed. It was and a it hobo was, beard. It was a it yeah, was, perhaps it was, right. It was a homeless so, man beard. So, which is good. That's a good, <laughs> so, hey, it's a good thing to have, man. So, but I remember hearing a story where like we're sitting there, and this is like the first day that I meet you, and or. Sean Cuthbertson at GM, General Mills, right? He was one of our years in my kind of like, uh, well, project matter manager yeah. or whatever. He was he worked on Cheerios, and uh, he was kind of your your boss, if you will, right? Yeah, to a certain of, of sorts. Yeah, uh, originally, even though Tony was when he worked on Wheaties primarily. But I remember the first day that you got there, like Sean was kind of like showing you around and stuff. And from what I remember, Sam... Sean was like, yeah, 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 Sam, I got to go in a meeting now. Just like, just feel free to walk around General Mills and just look at stuff or what have you. You know what I mean? And then you were like, oh, okay, I did it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. And then I remember and I, this now, and, yeah. and then you're walking around <laughs> with your big old beard. You know what I mean? Looking cool yeah. like Sam Shuna usually, <laughs> usually does, right? He always does. Mm-hmm. And, then, uh, and then I remember like Sean ends up he's in the meet and then he gets a call or something or maybe it was an email or a call i don't know i don't know what it was but like he he gets a call from like the front desk lady i forget her name ramona man ramona that was it that's it she was so pissed off (laughs) ramona i'd always park in the front parking lot she didn't like that very much she would be like not like that she'd be like yeah sean one of your contract designers (laughs) needs to stop parking in the visitor parking remember that okay 
Okay, anyways. That's so, her job, you know? She's yeah. got to crack down on that oh, stuff. Dude, she was like a hawk. She she did her hawk job eye. very well. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, the first day at GM, you're walking around looking at stuff. Yeah. Ramona ends up calling fucking Sean Cuthbertson, and then and then she's like, "Yeah, you got a you got a, a, a worker by the name of like Sam or something." <laughs> See, I'm sure. And and then like and then Sean was like, "Yeah, yeah, Sam. Yeah. He, we just hired him. He's a contract designer, graphic designer for us, right. you know." And then like Ramona's like, "Yeah, well, we've been getting a lot of calls. <laughs> a, a lot of people have said that there's a homeless man that <laughs> that broke into General Mills, and we." Th- it is a, and, and then that did happen. And then yeah. Sean's like, "That's, that's yeah. not a homeless man. That's Sam. That's our contractor. He's our designer. I mean, he could he could be a homeless guy. Well, Sam. All right. All right. One, All right. Of, one of my favorite projects of yours, at least of of recent memory, is the Tough Luck playing cards. Oh man, yeah. You created a series of playing cards through legends is that the name of that's the company? right yeah it was through legends playing card company yeah this is a very exhaustive kind of like project and i feel like it would have taken forever to create in fact i don't it know if you know this, but there's a youtube video of somebody that's that's like 20 15 20 minutes long just opening up your playing deck oh, of cards and talking about no them. i think i heard about that because they they actually emailed me to ask if it would be okay to oh, do okay. that and i'm like yeah man you know do it yeah sure yeah i found that so i was like watching it and he goes like bit by bit of being like Whoa. i was honored that he even wanted to do that because yeah, you man. know there's tons of people making cards out there sure so it was yeah it was i was honored to have him make a video that was really cool so so how do i describe this it's just a it's a, a playing deck of playing cards called tough luck mm-hmm. how did this project come about and did you just create it originally and then find like a, a playing card company to be, or did they contact you? How did it happen? So it started because I just wanted to do a deck of cards for fun. So yeah. I just thought I had always wanted to do that. I thought it'd be an awesome design project. And I saw a lot of people doing it online and they were an inspiration to me. So I'm, I just thought I've got a lot of time on my hands. I don't really do much of anything at all. So I can do this. And, you know, there were definitely days where I was like, well, maybe I just won't work on it today because <laughs> I like procrastinating sometimes. Yeah, but no, it was, it was definitely a long process. Yeah. You know, because I, I, it was a personal project for me. So I wanted it to be right. You know, I, I do, I think I get a little more obsessed when I do personal projects. Yeah. Maybe, you know, I don't know, a little too much, but I like to put a lot of obsessive work into it. Yeah, man, you care so, about it. Yeah, but I, I basically started it because me and my family on my mom's side, the Posts, the Post family, we go up to... Uh, Wait, the Post? That's that's my mom's family name, yeah. That's oh, her, maiden. her maiden name. Yeah. Okay, That's my grandma's name. All the hackers Post. are typing this right now. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Just Gotta watch out. That's great. Okay, the Post. The Post. Okay. Yeah, okay. so the Post, we, uh, <laughs> we go up north by Potato Lake, way up north. Uh, every lake, or every lake, every year. And we just basically okay, spend a week man. up there playing card games and eating junk food. Oh. So, and that's, honestly, that's, I look forward to that week all year long. I love going up there with my family. What what part of the year usually do you go up We there? usually go up in June. Okay. Or okay. July. I, yeah, I think it's July, summer. actually, like early July, yeah. Okay. So in the heat of summer, but it's it's a little cooler up there by Potato Lake, you know, so. Potato Lake is in Minnesota. It is. Now, it, now it, it's, is it quite a ways north? How long, how far is it's it? It's like east? a four-hour drive. Wow. Three that to four hour drive. From Minneapolis, St. Paul. So that is yeah. quite a bit of a hike. It's it's right. I think Park Rapids. Is Park Rapids up there? It's by it's by a that's I don't one remember of the, where I think Park it's, Rapids is. It? Yeah, it's probably up there. I or Grand Rapids. Is it it's another? one of those. It's one of the rapids, I think. <laughs> it's by it's up there by one of them. There's Not Rapids. Going speaking on. of speaking of towns up north in Grand Marais, you know, <laughs> which that's another thing we, oh Grand Marais, no, but uh, <laughs> that is a funny, <laughs> but okay, no, continue, so, don't let me forget that. Okay, uh, footnote, I, I I did in fact forget that story, uh, so I'll say it briefly right now. Uh, when I worked with Sam Shuna at General Mills, uh, I would always, in the summertime, go up with my family to a, a small town on the North Shore 
in northern Minnesota called Grand Marais. It's about a two-hour drive uh, north of Duluth area. And <laughs> at one point... <laughs> Uh, at work, I would I would say, yeah, Sam, I'm going, I'm going to Grand Marais, you know. And then I, I think this was a later day or something. Shuna was like, yeah, when are you, uh, when are you going to go see your Grand Marais, you know? And uh, Grandma, he he thought I was saying a grandma named Ray, but uh, <laughs> the the town is actually called Grand Space Marais. All right, I I just. I kind of wanted to make the deck of cards for them, you know, because we always go up north and we just play card games all the time, like 500 hearts, you know, stuff like that, sheep's yeah, head. Yeah, man. And so I, I set about doing it. It took me like eight months. Yeah. Doing all the court cards. Like all total, the it took you eight months? I mean, That's often it? I wasn't I wasn't working constantly that seems every single fast, day though. for eight I mean, months. That, you think that, so? Oh, oh man, dude. that's like slow. I feel like I feel like I was dragging it because I didn't work on it every day. There would be like weeks, yeah, where I just didn't feel like doing anything. I just but, but the court cards in particular are just like so crazy detailed that and there's just so many elements to them. That I tried it's just to like I tried to in, put in like reverses on them. the front. So let's yeah. just describe visually. You can view this on Sam Shuna's site as well. We'll give the URL at the end, but it's just like. But it's one of his projects on his on your site, and uh, yeah, these court cards for the, this tough tough luck playing cards in particular are just a, like a series of different characters, yeah, right? They're so, like, basically just characters, and and the, each suit is kind of around a different theme, right? And I didn't really, I mean, I put some thought into it, but I didn't really go balls to the wall with thinking of anything crazy i just tried to think of themes that would be interesting for each suit that would kind of fit with the suit okay so for spades you know death and life and you know timelessness kind of sure and uh like hearts i think my theme was ego like human ego like ah. like uh like pimps hoes and gangsters yeah yeah sure and, uh, so that's what i went with for, for hearts kind of like a corruption thing Sure. I don't know why. And then uh, diamonds was like nobility and honor and virtue. And then okay. what was clubs was like education and, and intellect and the pursuit of knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, man. So but even all these like different elements of like some of even with like the education and the philosophers and stuff. There's, yeah. I forget what card it is, but there's just like little math equations and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Or, like. Uh, I, I just crazy like little like patterns on like the these characters like yeah. shirts you know and in the top part you can flip it over and it is often not oftentimes but maybe there's there is like a reversal of it so maybe one has like playing with youth you know and then the other side is just kind of more on like the the elder kind yeah. of like more towards your dead kind there's of like side. subtle differences when you turn them from top to bottom so i tried to i tried to make yeah. them interesting you yeah, know not man. just the same on both sides but yeah. yeah that took me it took me about eight months and i wasn't working on them every day if i really pounded it out and if i was really feeling it yeah i could get a court card done in maybe like a day and a half or a couple days really yeah holy shit, but that's man. where if if i had everything planned out and i just felt it and i knew what i was and this was on the side when, the uh, when you had like your full time yeah. gig and stuff too. Yeah, so I would I would do it mostly you know after hours yeah, on the man. weekends here and there. But yeah, and then when it was all done, all designed, yeah, I was searching out because I wanted them to be made well. I right. wanted I wanted quality playing cards, so I was sending emails to different card companies. Yeah. And one of the first places I went to was USPC, US Playing Card Company. Okay. Uh, USPCC, I guess. And I was like, hey, you know, is there any possibility of getting these going? And they're like, yeah, you know, we can send you a file, you know, get get an estimate going. So they sent me their information packet. Yeah. And basically, if I wanted to do it myself, I think there was a minimum deck requirement of 2,000 decks. And because I was, you know, picky about the way I wanted them done, I wanted metallic foil mm -hmm. on the court cards you know, and I wanted I wanted a nice finish on the cover, so that yeah. was more money. Yeah, so they it ended up being like, well, you know, we're looking at two hundred two thousand decks, sorry, two thousand decks, and some you know specialty inks. So 
we're looking at about ten thousand dollars. Oh my god! I'm like, yeah. What? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. So, I, I, I mean, I wasn't able to just pull that money out of my ass, obviously, and print it. You would man? <clears throat> I thought about, me. I thought about doing a Kickstarter, which I could have. That is one avenue, yeah. and maybe I should have gone down that road in retrospect. But sure. I just figured it. I didn't want to deal with the hassle yeah. of putting together the whole campaign because well, it's, who knows it's if a lot of work, get, man. It is a lot of work of even putting the videos together, and it's just like, and there is so much of like a network and on social media and stuff of trying to be able to like, yeah, promote it. And and, and I'm and you know me, I'm not big produced. on the social networks. Right, so, man. Right, and after man. The, if it did end up getting produced, you yeah. know, then they get manufactured, and then what? Then. I guess they get all get shipped to my house, and I'm responsible for shipping them out yeah. to every single person that ordered them. Absolutely. Which it might not be that many. It might be a lot. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I just didn't want to deal with that. Totally. So some people had mentioned, I, I was just talking around to other people that had made cards, and they suggested that I go to mm-hmm. Legends. So I did, and luckily the guy was willing to work with me. Hmm. So he's he, he made me a deal uh, that he would print them up. Yeah. So... Yeah, I was I was really thankful for him for doing that, and nice. I'm, I got him made, man. I I, I did it, which was yeah, success dude. in my book, you know. Hell yeah! No, they turned out was, beautiful. They're great, man. I appreciate it. I'm I'm glad people seem to dig them. So yeah, yeah, that makes me happy. Yeah, sweet dude. All right, what about uh? One of my favorite projects on your site is a, a project called Veggie Portraits. Oh, those, yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> I made those for my sister. Really? For Carly Shuna, yeah, my sister. What? How did this project come about? So, so it came about because she likes she likes veggies a lot, and so, <laughs> I just wanted to paint her some pictures. So. so, so I should describe these are on your site as well, but they're essentially they look like paintings mm-hmm. of uh, is the medium of like veggies with little like little googly eyeballs oh, yeah, they, attached to they them. They got some googly eyes on them. Yeah, they're little little portraits of little veggie men. And, and uh, women. Yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> that are <laughs> they're ridiculously great. I what? Wait, so your sister's just a fan of veggies? She, she so just, just likes like, vegetables a lot, man. What's so wrong with like, that? We're gonna. You know, there's nothing wrong with liking vegetables. It's a, good, it's a wholesome, healthy, pretty wholesome thing to like. You know. So you just sent that. Is he? Is he just? Did you make? Is I, he painted? What is, yeah. is it? Acrylic or oil or how? It's did acrylic. You... Yeah, okay. I just I I did it for a Christmas present for her. Okay. So I just and <laughs> honestly, I'm I've been pretty shitty about giving care care thoughtful induced Christmas presents like that. That was like one of the last ones I've known for a while. I should probably do something nice for my family again once in a while here. <laughs> but, but uh, no, I I just got some canvas boards and painted some some veggies on them. And, Put the googly eyes on them. Well, well, this is the thing, Sam. Or one thing that I'm amazed by the talent of your work and design and illustration is that you have a lot of different styles. And and uh, I don't. And that's something that I really appreciate and respect because I I don't know. I, I kind of want to be that same Thanks, way. Man. You know. Yeah. yeah. But it's like. Uh, uh, what what is your sister's name? Oh, her name's Carly. Carly. And she's great too, man. I should I should give a shout out to everybody because she Shuna. does. She is in the circus, and she is, is true. she's freaking awesome, man. Let me tell you, I have so much respect for her. Yeah, she does the German wheel, and a lot of you out there probably maybe you don't know what that is. It's basically Corey. Do you know what German wheel is? I. I don't really. I mean, I think I know it because you've told me, but like, it's I, basically I've never a big one hamster person. wheel. Like, picture a big hamster wheel for human beings. Okay. And you get in, you get in this hamster wheel, and you roll around, and you do and, tricks. And it's made out of like. And iron. I'm making it sound really stupid, well, but no, it's but, actually really awesome. Well, it's like iron or steel, right? Yeah. And yeah. it's like a cylindrical, it's circular two steel rings, and they've got bars connecting them. Right. So it's it's literally like a hamster wheel. I think. I there's think I've seen four, videos. I think you've four shown or five me bars. Yeah, yeah. So man. she does. She gets strapped in, and she does cartwheels in the wheel. Right. She can spin around, like, on a coin. Yeah. Like how a coin kind of... Like a literal coin, or what? Well, it, like, let's say you flip a quarter, yeah. and it swivels around because it's oh, okay. on its side before landing flat. Oh. She can do the swivel thing. Oh, interesting. And she's she's done a lot of skits yeah. and, like almost performance art plays with it. She'll do themes with her boyfriend because her boyfriend is also in the circus. 
He does Sir <laughs> Wheel and German Wheel too. And they're both actually teachers. They teach this stuff. Where do they Where do they live? Do they they're live in Madison. In Minnesota? They're in Madison. In Madison, right Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. So they That's actually crazy. have their own warehouse space called the Madison Circus Space. No way. That they started. So it's just like a place for the circus arts, and you can come there and learn the trades and practice yeah. on whatever they do. Aerial silks, you know, they do. What is are those? Is that the ribbon that yeah. kind of hangs yep. from the ceiling where you can just kind of climb on and yeah. do little what have you? So this yeah. is very descriptive. Right? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's it's cool stuff. You can, That's she, crazy, man. She's but she's a very talented person and she's ripped like she could probably beat the crap out of me because you have to be strong as hell to do that a lot shit. Of upper body strength oh yeah yeah and man. lower body strength too man i was all around core strength Ooh. well the, speaking of speaking of the that the mad circus gala that's mm-hmm. a number of posters that yeah. you've done and that's have those been for your sister yeah those were also for her that that's a show they do every year okay so you've so. done like three separate yep. posters or whatever, because those are on your site too. Yep. And it's just like, uh, yeah, those are like really, those are some of my favorite projects too. How did, how did you figure out aesthetically how to create those? Or like, it did your sister come to you and she was just like, hey, we need posters printed? Yeah, or was that there... was basically it. <laughs> and, really? Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's kind of how I do most of my projects. Somebody goes to me and they're like, hey, can you do this? And I'm like, okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> And I just sketched something out and I sent it to them and they're like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, well, it's good. We'll Let's do, do it. That. We'll do, we'll do that. that. All right. <laughs> That's pretty much how it goes, well, man. Well, because it feels like a series of them, which is great. There's a great, yeah. like, beautiful kind of collectible aspect to them. I know that Eric Hamlin, our buddy at Steady Print Shop, yeah. has, has screen printed some of those for you, He right? did. He, I think he did the last one. Okay. And he might, I think maybe he did, I think. I can't remember if he did the last one and the second one too. Okay, oh, I should know this, but I—I oh, I remember all I remember is I did the first one myself. Oh really? In Lucas Richards' studio, actually, Mousa, his his screen printing studio, and his. Oh shit, I, man! He might have moved since then. That might not exist anymore, but yeah, okay. I was I didn't the own the first poster myself, and that's crazy. It was uh, it was a struggle, man. I was yeah. still kind of <laughs> learning the trade, so it turned out. <laughs> but I did not get nearly as many copies as I would have liked. Uh-huh. You get that two. were sellable. Here's two. <laughs> you get two posters. I'm making a lot of money here. So they wanted to sell them, and I think I ended up with maybe like thirty or forty. Well, I love. Well, I love like the style of that, and I think you can certainly see a progression from like the first one to like the third one yeah. that you made. But like, they're all in that same style. Sam. I tried to keep it. Like stylistically, because it's the same show, you know. So that's what I was going to ask you. Did you make the first one, and then once you got the second, you were were you like, okay, well, this should probably kind of they just stylistically said, be like in that same kind of a vein or yeah, same. They just said like, uh, you know, you can do it. You you can do whatever you want, but we liked the style of the first one. So if you want to do it in that style, feel free. Okay. So I just figured since they're gonna keep doing this yeah yeah i could maybe do like a triptych or just a series of them in that style and she hasn't asked me to do another one so maybe i i fucked up down the line there with, with the last ones but <laughs> how I long ago know. was that how long ago was the last one uh, was like i think it was a couple so? years ago so okay maybe there is another one man who knows maybe, yeah. and if not a triptych is a good number man yeah, yeah. look at star wars there, hey, there well, you go. The, well, the original. Yeah, the first three at least. First three. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you do a lot of different aesthetics very well. Like I've said, this is a big old circle jerk. Oh, I gotta yeah, quit I'm saying a... that. <laughs> That's a great word. I love that word. It man. is a great word, but it's it is mildly offensive. Uh, you know who who would I'm... get offended by that? Who people that get offended by that? Screw them, Corey. He's a man. Fine. Dude. Now, Sam, there are uh, you. You, I think you do animation really well, and oh. in particular, Oof. in particular, <laughs> no, you do, man, you do a lot of great pixel art, and like, and and I, I really appreciate that shit, and like, you've done a number of like short videos and animated kind of gifs and stuff like that. This, the word animated gift gifs doesn't even do the work that you do justice oh. because. 
like it, there's a lot of thought and an extreme amount of hours and time that go into the animation. Uh, well, yeah, it takes a long time. But you've yeah. done a number of projects when you were at General Mills for Wheaties, I did, right? yeah. That was kind of one of the main brands that you were on when you worked there? Yeah, I was on Wheaties with uh, with our buddy Tony. Okay. Yeah, so that was that was a good time. I was pretty much only on that brand. I remember some of us were doing multiple brands. Sure. But Wheaties was pretty small. Yeah. And I did do a certain amount of animation for that. And I wasn't, it kind of caught me off guard when he asked me to do more of it because it wasn't something I had really done a lot previously. Really? I, I mean, I I wish my After Effects chops were a little, you know, sharper than they are. <laughs> but really, I would just was animating, I was making animated gifts in Photoshop because that's what I knew. Yeah, man. And it's tedious as hell, you know, just frame by frame, just frame editing frame. each sprite pixel by pixel because that's what I was doing, 8-bit pixel sprites. Right. For Wheaties and stuff. Right. And I did a number of them that, that turned out, but yeah, they, they took they took a while. We should say sprites are, because I never knew the term. The sprites, yeah. It's just little 8-bit characters. Are, are essentially little 8-bit. Any kind of 8-bit object that moves, I think, that has movement and animation interactivity, I think. Okay. I know we were talking earlier about how I got into art and illustration. Yeah. And that, I never really was like a designer before that. I just kind of fell into that major because I didn't really, I guess I just thought there would be more opportunity with pursuing graphic design as opposed to being a studio art major and okay. strictly illustration and, you know, painting. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, it's more viable perhaps. Yeah. So that, I mean, that was my line of thinking. Yeah, but man. But yeah, then I kind of got my world opened up to design and branding and logos and all that, all that goodness. Yeah, man. Oh gosh! Back to GM. There, there yeah. are a lot of like funny stories about it. One of them that I remember, which is another one of my go-to's. We, we go into storyteller at, mode at again. Bars or what have you, Corey? Right? You know, trying to impress girls and stuff. This is... Okay. So, <laughs> I, at one point, I remember we were in a the, the story of when we're in the elevator, and I had just gotten my eye candy tattoo. We were going down for lunch. I remember that. And I, we all had a, I had my butterscotch khakis on, what I always like to call them, and then like my dress shirt and stuff. So like you couldn't see it kind of a thing, but we're just standing there in the elevator and like going down. And then there's like businessmen and women that are like standing oh, next yeah, to us. Yeah, and then yeah. at one point you just start talking, Sam, and then you're like, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> what did you say? You're like, yeah, I noticed, uh. Corey, you got some scabbing, <laughs> but I'm told that's normal, you know? I did say that, yeah. And then I noticed, like, it is. businessmen and women just kind of, like, inching away from me, you know what I mean? Just kind of, like, just, just kind of getting a little bit away. Uh, and, then, and then I'm, yeah. like, just standing there, and then I'm, like, yeah, 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 I got a tattoo. It's a, It yeah. was a tattoo. He's talking about a tattoo. And I don't think they heard me. I kind of mumbled, no. you know what I mean? And it was just kind of a... It was a funny kind of. I kind of, uh, I kind of uh, threw you under the bus a little bit there. Well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, got it. Funny, it's a bus. funny little little anecdote. Hey, you know, there's a lot of stuff that happens in those elevators. There's a lot of. St I remember. There's a lot. We got a lot of elevator stories at GM. I remember when I was leaving work one day, and our buddy Sean Cuthbertson, you know, was going down with some of the other managers. And I got in the elevator. They were all in there. And I'm like, hey, I'm ready for the party, guys. <laughs> and they all just kind of looked at each other. And then they just kind of looked at me. And, and it wasn't like a comfortable look. It was it was something like uneasiness there. And I got out of the elevator. And I was walking with them. I'm like, hey. And they're like, you know, we we're just going to the happy hour. But, you know, for the manager that's leaving but you can you can come too if you want you know i mean we didn't we didn't have that in mind i'm like Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man so they thought that you they thought i was they inviting myself to the party yeah i was <laughs> just inviting myself on over <laughs> but you had no clue i didn't i didn't know man <laughs> There's another story bringing it back to el uh, yeah elevators yeah. and like remember when oh, Sean remember the story of Sean oh jeez yeah do you want to say that Can no no I I I don't know if I even I wouldn't be able to tell it all right well I'll good. say it because I tell people that story a lot too I, I, 
Okay, oh let gosh. me. Okay, let me. <laughs> no, no. We were, so I, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Sean Cuthbertson at one point, he was like, you, it was, I think it was in the morning, and he told us this story, and like, so Sean goes into an elevator at General Mills, right? And he's mm-hmm. going up to the seventh floor of yeah. the bell tower. Yeah. The, the, the big G floor, as they call it, right? Serial floor. That's right. And uh, the doors are about to close. And Sean's in there with a lot of b- m- businessmen and women, what have you. A lot of khakis and skirts. <laughs> I don't know. But, like, the door, the, the, the doors start closing. And there's this lady that comes she's running like, up oh, to the elevator. And the she's, elevator. she's like, hold that door. And then Sean Cuthbertson, her buddy, he He's had trying something to, in trying his to help her out. He had, like, stuff in his hands. Yeah. So he couldn't really... Like, just grab, use his arms to open the door. So, like, he just flings his his leg out, his foot, and tries to catch the door. Right. And then uh, he ends up just kicking this lady. <laughs> right in, in the shin. Right in the shin. And then she doubles down. And then she goes, ah! <laughs> and, then, and then the doors just close. And then, the, and, then, and then they just go up. And John's like... I'm sorry. <laughs> and he never saw her again. I don't think he ever saw that lady again. I just love that story that this, oh, this random lady. How do you just not gets, love that story? He tries to save the door to keep it open, and then he just ends up That's kicking her in the shin. That one's going down in the history books. What am I go? What am I go? Corey, I, I'll, I'm not alone in this. I always thought you should be a stand-up comedian. Have you ever thought about doing that? You know, it's funny. Have you ever you thought about doing stand-up? That up because there are where I'm at currently. Yeah. Excuse me, just a short-term kind of gig, temporary design gig at Capsule in Minneapolis. Everyone there, yeah. I'll, they'll, I'll just say my own story. Whatever. These are just stories that are like that have just happened to us, right? Call it observational comedy, whatever. Slay it on the table. These are just like funny, like weird things. And and Sam, I have this theory that like every illustrator, any illustrator, is funny. You, th- you think so? I believe that. I deeply. Deep down. Because mm. it's just like, na- name, know, name man. an I illustrator don't... that you know of that doesn't have a good sense of humor, man. Good fucking luck, dude. Well, I, dude, there's a yeah. lot of in their own ways, right? I mean, yeah. a lot of artists are introverted, but it, like, they're often kind of you like... You get all kinds, Corey. You get all kinds, anyways. man. <laughs> yeah, you do. But anyways... Yeah, our buddies at Capsule, they, they they would say that a lot, too. They would be like, you need to go to, you're so funny, Corey. You need to go to, like, a stand-up night and open <laughs> they mic night. Oh, yeah. They, oh, boy. They keep on wanting Well, you should do like, it. I mean, take night. why don't you take their advice? Because I forget stories, man. And, no. and, and and it's just like when, so I'm starting to try and write them down and stuff. That's, that's what you, that's what the pros do. That's what the pros do. They have a script. Just write them down. That's what but they I do. But I just feel like. A lot of my stories are just like little snippets, and they're just like there needs to be a way of of writing them together where the where the story kind of flows. You know what I mean? Because yeah. a lot of like comedians and shit are just like there's like you can't just be like okay, here's my other story. Okay, like end act one. You could do that. You could, and then I'll be like, and at the end I can just just see start a new being method like, of that. Those are my three stories. That's all you get. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. We'll see. I don't know. It's interesting yeah. you bring that up because a lot of people have said that to me over the years. I would, I would look into it. I would consider it at some point. But comedy is just like, oh man, know, man. trying to make it's... it in graphic design, dude. Good fucking luck, dude. Trying to make it in comedy too. You know what I mean? Or like, oh, pick my battles, Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's next, Sam? What's next what is, for you? What is next? What is next for me, yeah, dude? What are your hopes and dreams? Frick, I wish I could tell you. Man, um, well, I'm in the kind of in-between jobs right now. But no, I, I mean, I okay. shouldn't say that. I think I'm, think things are looking up. I think I'm moving on. I think I might be starting something full-time again this coming week. Cool, man. So I got some good news there. That is good. Uh, I'm not going to go too into that. But yeah, it's it's with some old folks I used to work with. Right on. 
And I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm trying to be optimistic. Yeah. Because, I I, man, I was such a pessimist when I was younger. Do you feel like you, you really? I was so pessimistic when I was younger. Yeah. That's interesting because the entire time that I've known you, which is, hasn't been a long time, but a number of years, I guess, two, three, that yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought that. I mean, I guess I have moments where I switch back and forth, but I've been really, I think I've been pretty good. Yeah. About trying to stay optimistic about the future. That's good, and just man. about people and trying to work on that. And, yeah, it's it's tough sometimes. Yeah. It is tough sometimes, I mean, you know, with the way things are. But, but yeah, it's it does pay, you know. If you really – that's one thing I, th- I really believe is your whole life is just up here. And if you can change that, your, it's it's really cliche. I know it is. But if you head. can change the way you think about things up there, yeah. which is a battle sometimes, yeah. you can really, that that just directly affects your life and how oh, you yeah. perceive life and how you enjoy life. Yeah, man. And uh, yeah, I mean, I know like with some people, the you know, it's, it's difficult for some people with depression and, you know, other stuff. Right. But yeah, it's... I think it's doable, you know? Yeah. I always, I try to be optimistic. I, I feel like that's the best way to approach it, right? Cause, yeah. Because I, I feel I probably like sound like I'm depressed. <laughs> like, in that, I don't know. Maybe that's, <laughs> I'm, I'm not depressed. I don't think oh, I'm man, depressed. I don't think so. Hey, we all are, man. Hey, you know, everybody gets depressed here and there. But. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh man, but I think that's the good thing about just remaining optimistic. I feel like being a pessimist doesn't do me any good. You know what I mean? It doesn't. It's like, no. what's the out? What's the outcome of that? It's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. You were right. Turned yeah. out life sucks. You know what I mean? Well, it's yeah. Just like, and like, I, sh- I shouldn't say like, you know, I'm trying to be this overly optimistic person. I, I no. think pragmatism, honestly, is probably the best outlook. Sure. Uh, for me, at least. That I, for me, when I say that, it doesn't work for everybody, but. Yeah. Just trying to look at things realistically, sure. but also in an optimistic light. Yeah, being yeah. logical. Yeah, but also being I, my my old buddy Forrest. Forrest, oh, yeah. he would always say, "Hopefully, or, or cautiously optimistic." I think that was the yeah. That's that he would see, that's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put just it. Just being like, being hopeful. Yeah. That things will turn out good, but just being like aware of your situation at the same time too, right? And yeah. just being like, well. If some things don't turn out, I mean, they're just highs and lows. That's just life. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's what it's all so about, man. You just kind of got to roll with the punches, you too. You do. You know? Yeah, man. I mean, where, where are things going for you? What do you think? I don't where know, man. I'm back on. I'm going to be back on the streets. Oh, back Corey. On, back on <laughs> the beat. Man. Back on the beat. Uh, well, that's, that's good that in some kinda, ways it could be could i mean be. i'm able to like I'll, I'll yeah i'm just ending a gig at capsule after like four months yeah. kind of design helping them out with design stuff so hey man it was i always tell people you know it's just like wow it, was, it it sucks that i'm leaving and then i'm not just gonna have steady income again yeah. at least for the for the time being but that was like four months where i was able to least survive you know longer you yeah. know what i mean and uh, that's a good th- that's a good way to approach it that's a very optimistic yeah. way of approaching it too you know what i mean or just oh, like absolutely. finding the silver linings of that shit but it's tough because now i'm gonna be going back to the full-time oh. freelance oh that's lentil soup there and kind of <laughs> <laughs> look out oh boy and uh yeah and we'll we'll see where it goes man yeah but looking looking yeah. for a, a nice home once again dude it's it's rough yeah, it's tough man it's tough I, I feel like as like i don't know that's why i feel like and I, we always talk about being like we gotta start our own place man i you know you i would i would totally do that with you part you of no i would man mulligan dude. studios well dude. get that get that going well, we don't need we can change the name <laughs> man but like there's just like past a certain extent it's just like i don't know some people are just like i'll go into interviews and meetings and they'll love the shit that i'll do but usually yeah. it's either too you know I, I always feel like the i'm too illustrative for the designers and i'm too designing yeah. for the illustrators i'm like never there's never like there's never any Dude. it's kind of like it's whatever the project calls for and, and it's like well, well, then, yeah and then when people say you know we really like your work but 
we, we've just decided to go with another applicant. And then people, because that's happened to me, man. It happens to me all the time. Yeah. And people say, well, you just can't take it personally. And how do you not take it personally? Right, right. It, you know, it's it's tough because yeah. it's so easy to feel like there's something wrong with you when that happens. Right. But Absolutely. Yeah. No, it, 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 it's extremely easy to go to that position of being like, well, dude. And I've had that happen so much to the point where it's just like, I just got to be like, nah, man, well, I just it, I just wasn't the right fit for them. Yeah, which is really the truth in, in yeah. most situations. Yeah, and it's just like, and dude, a lot of times, you you, keep on. I don't know if you want to be with, with those people if they weren't right. feeling it, you know? Oh, right, right. It's not really going to work out for either party. Absolutely. It's like uh, being in a relationship. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't know being much like... about that, personally. But... <laughs> <laughs> I always tell people all oh, my gosh. My you got any? You got any more dates coming up on all my, from the Tinder there, Corey? <laughs> oh, jeez! Oh, I always tell people all my love advice comes from seeing episodes of Dawson's Creek. Yeah, I mean you've you've done better in that area. You've done much better in that field than I have. I'll tell I you that. I don't know, man. You're you leaps and bounds ahead of me. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps that's the concern. I, I I know I have this thing where I seem to go on a lot of first dates and never follow up dates, but I just. Yeah. And people were like, "How come you're not pursuing this lady?" And then, <laughs> and then, uh, like nine, eight, okay, maybe not nine, eight out of ten like dates that'll go on, I'll be like, "Yeah, yeah they're great, yeah. man. I, they're really cool. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to hang out with them again." I seriously, Sam, I just get busy with shit. Hey, and I just like, you know, lo- I, it's not that and I people lose think interest. that's not an excuse. It's totally a legitimate excuse. I feel like a lot of it is just like I'm probably just worried deep down. I'm I mean, worried. It's like, yeah. what if they actually Jeez. like me, dude? You and me both, man. What if they actually like me? Yeah. Well, then what do you do? <laughs> oh boy. And we go out, man. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's Th- that's then the we get start of a beautiful, loving relationship. But maybe and maybe it, the, you know, some of it comes down to like finances and shit too, and hard times for me and yeah. stuff too. And it's just like, oh, now I gotta. And it's not like most of the girls that I that I you know go on dates with man they're not looking for like fucking like you know all the money in the world no. and shit they're not like gold no, diggers no, no. dude these girls not are like all. oh shit dude they're most of the time they're just like cool artsy like alternative girls or whatever where it's just like they're not they're I not mean, going on dates with me because they think i have a lot of money man you know what i mean right. it's just like they, they think i'm cool or attracted to me or wh- whatever it may be right i mean i generally think most people this is like a totally blanket statement. I like. I generally think most people are just cool people by default. Yeah. And I don't always, you know, I, I I'm not always the kind of guy always to just stop and talk to people in the middle of the street, strangers I don't know, because I feel like they would think that's weird. <laughs> sure. But uh, I just, I kind of think there's something too, just giving people the benefit of the doubt and just trusting them, and yeah. you know, thinking they're cool people until they prove otherwise. You know. Totally. I think that's a great approach to have is just that's a very like optimistic viewpoint of just being like because most people uh, are you know yeah we're all just normal people trying to get by yeah yeah interested in just like a lot of other people's like opinions beliefs viewpoints yeah yeah well yeah all right man (laughs) thanks for hanging out Sam Corey it's always a pleasure man guys feel about that one man i bet you had fun under yeah i know i did you don't even gotta tell me i know you had fun man uh th- thanks to our old buddy sam shuna man you should you should visit his website at www.samshuna s-c-h-u-n-a.com man he's got some great work and he's a talented fucking dude man uh go and go and click it and buy his shit and go 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 and visit it whatever yeah give him your money all right okay and uh you know uh thanks for hanging out guys our uh our theme music today was done by none other than yasuki satsumi 
I, I, I still don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right or not, man, but uh, uh, we got his music from the freemusicarchive.org. Go, go check out his shit. It's uh, some sentimental stuff. And interlude music, of course, by the, none other than our old buddy Sheridan Fox. You can check out and go and buy his music at uh, sheridanfox.bandcamp.com. Uh, links will be in the show notes, so you guys can just click them. Kaliti clack. And, uh, yeah, they, they do talented work, and uh, the, they've made the episodes much better because of it, right? Uh, all right, man. I think that's it. <sighs> Thanks for hanging out, man. Uh, you know, we'll be back with more episodes soon, and uh, this time they won't be, you know, seven months apart, you know? Uh, all right, man. We'll uh, take care, and, and we'll see you down the road. <laughs>